365 the vibe the fireside chat shade yes sir and jc and jc actually you can call me jack o jack o as in it's about to be pumpkin season jack o pumpkin ale samuel adams we're giving it a try on the air we're gonna let you know how it is oh okay. that being said shay keep the music on i want to talk oh, okay sure sure you did it you made it through the week you didn't have to but you did shout out to you for that you're smart you're beautiful you have a wonderful weekend ahead of you and next week it's gonna be better than this week week after that's gonna be better than that you know why because you're just gonna keep moving on up because that's who you are we wanted to start with some positivity today do y'all know why shade do you know why we start with positivity today no i don't because there can never be too much positivity <laughs> well that's a good reason if any reason. so as a matter of fact more positivity for you. We're going to hop right into it. But first, we got to get the quote of the day going. The quote of the day is, you have to see failure as the beginning and middle, but never entertain it as the end. Oh. Yep. Oh, wow. That's actually a really good one. I'm glad you like it. We're already off to a roaring start. And listen, less than two minutes in, we're already on to our first and main enchilada. Ooh. Our big marshmallow, our big kahuna laguna. What like, are we roasting today, my friend? We're roasting relationship advice. You said you wanted to do <laughs> virtual dating plus. Virtual well, here it dating is. Plus. We got a question from the listeners. How long should the talking phase last? And what does talking to so-and-so even mean? Why do some men drag their feet? With making things official. L-O-L. <laughs> Was the L-O-L uh, your personal editorial there? Or? No, they put an L-O-L in there. They, they're, <laughs> oh, la- no. they're laughing at men and our lack of commitment. Like... Well. Whew, okay. Well, that's a big question. Um, kind of a loaded question, if you ask me. Just in a way. Um, not in necessarily the worst of ways, but I'll explain. Um, so let's break it down into piece by piece here for a moment. How long should the talking phase last? I believe was the first part of the question. Um, well, so that's assuming that there is a finite amount of time for quote unquote, this talking phase that, that it should last. Like, um, basically everybody has their own place that they're at in life and to expect for everybody to be ready in any immediate moment, not really fully understanding their situation, um, is a little bit, um, it's a little bit unfair, I would say in a way. Now that's not the only way to see that. Um, I would also say, I would argue really that, uh, the talking phase is really different for every single relationship. Sometimes couples are more comfortable really getting to know each other first. Maybe they really want to be friends first. Maybe they are friends right now and they're really just still getting to know each other and they don't even really think of each other in that way. It really could be anything. Um, and I think that again, the, the way that the question is phrased is that there is a finite amount of time that this hawking phase should last. And 
I just don't really think that there is. Now, that said, to more directly answer the question, I am assuming this is coming from a place of this is someone who is in a talking phase right now, and they are kind of tired of it lasting this long. Um, So my more direct advice there, um, if you're not happy with how long the talking phase is lasting, that's okay. Um, part of the important things in developing a relationship is being able to communicate with that other person and you should talk to them. That's actually kind of the point of the talking phase is getting to know someone, getting to understand how they feel and them getting to understand how you feel. If they're not ready to really accept how you feel, you honestly might be in the wrong relationship. Now, that's just a personal advice from me there. That's just my opinion. But if they are not ready to receive you, then you might not really be fully honest or being fully honest with them. You might not be being fully honest with them. Um, And maybe that's not good for them. They also might not be fully reciprocative of you. And that's also an issue. Um, those are no bounds, at least in my opinion, to start a relationship. Now, the next part of that question goes on to say, um, what does talking to so-and-so even mean? Well, I think that's kind of obvious. Um, Talking to so-and-so is, well, you're talking to them, (laughs) to be a little bit facetious there. But um, more directly speaking, talking to so-and-so, it could be you're just, you know, a buddy that's fun to, you know, go into bed with, let's say, for a lack of other terms. Um, that could be what talking is. Or it could be something more... Dr- <laughs> Sorry. Um, it could be something more um, serious than that. It could be two people emotionally getting to know each other in some way, kind of being able to start connecting, and maybe they're developing a friendship of some sort. Uh, it could be even a relationship. It really could go anywhere into kind of put direct labels on it immediately, I think, um, again, it's a, it's a little bit, it's a little bit directed. It's a little bit loaded. Um, lastly, why do some men drag their feet when making things official? So that really ties back to the first answer. Everybody's situation is different. Everybody is going through their own thing. Maybe they just got out of a relationship and they're not really emotionally ready to commit to a full-time relationship. Maybe they've never been in a full-time relationship and they don't really know how to approach it or even really understand what it's like to feel like they want to be in a relationship. Um, And that's just even sometimes I would say excuses on the man's end. It's like anybody can get to a point in maturity and understanding and like socialization that they should be able to at some point have a meaningful relationship with at least somebody, even if it's not a romantic relationship. But, but Um, not everybody is immediately ready and, um, kind of adding that expectation. If someone is not again, it's like one, it's too much pressure for them. Um, it might be too much pressure for you. You might be stressing yourself out, but more importantly, if they aren't really looking to commit 
um, or they're just not really interested in committing, and that's what you need as a person to feel more stable in yourself, and this goes for both sexes, but if that's what you need to feel more stable in yourself, that might not be the right relationship for you. Um, Jack, would you have any thoughts on that or maybe opinions for for yourself? I got to ask, when you were doing that whole thing, did you feel like the defense attorney for men to some extent <laughs> everywhere? Like, no. Um, um, if you did, I'm just letting you know I'm getting ready to prosecute. Right? <laughs> no. I mean, no. I Again, I don't feel like it's always the man who is in... There's no wrong here, but I don't feel that it's always the man who is causing a issue emotionally. Oh, it's definitely that not. That said, it's not always the other as well. It's not always women. It could be really anyone, and that was kind of more of what I was getting to, is it's a purely case-by-case, situational basis. I feel like you didn't even answer her question to some extent. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I directly I said saying. something you, you about be a every politician, single point. Like... <laughs> All right, so here's what I'm going to say. I'm going to say talking today is entirely different than it used to be. Back when I was a kid, like talking, dating, you got right to the point. Like You talked for a little, and then you dated, and then you broke up if you didn't like dating. You stopped talking if you didn't like talking. Let's see. I think talking today... Talking today is literally dating without formal commitment. It conveniently, and I say conveniently, quote unquote, allows for emotional detachment, attachment, or reattachment at either party's leisure. You just come and go as you please. It conveniently allows for the use of the phrase, I'm not blank, you're not blank, whenever, whenever that phrase is needed. Whenever you feel like you want more, they can tell you actually you're going to get less because you're not you're not that thing. You don't have that title. So, and the last thing is you can't cheat on someone you're only talking to. So it leaves the door open for an upgrade. I'm telling y'all the Fair truth. Enough. You can't think about it. Oh, uh, we were talking and he hooked up with another girl. He didn't cheat, like y'all were just talking. I'm telling y'all now, I think talking is for cowards. If you're talking to her for more than 28 days, there's something wrong because talking, it allows you to shirk uh, the emotional responsibility for the damage you might cause someone. If you don't have any titles, like I say, you don't owe them anything. You don't owe them commitment. You don't owe them honesty. You don't Mm. owe them. You don't even know them monogamy. Y'all could be talking quote unquote. And the whole time y'all are talking your partner, guy or girl, is running around with other people behind your back. And they're not doing anything wrong because y'all are just talking. What even is talking? Like she, like she asked. What is talking? The fact that we even have to ask that question is an example of why modern dating sucks. Like, it's one reason. Modern dating, it, it, we're going to get into it more. I, it's got its ups and downs. But this is one of the answers. Where, this is one of the instances where it just sucks. So y'all want to know why guys are slower to commit? A lot of folks might say it's because women mature faster, which Hmm. oddly enough might be true. I don't think it applies in this instance, but even though it's true, it's never used as a a reason to empower women 
it's always you know used as a as a way to excuse boys men and boys foolishness hmm, however in enough. this particular case i would argue women maturing faster has nothing to do with it i would argue it's actually subliminal sexism in our society that's been implanted in us implanted in you wow the first i'm going to talk about is objectification of women when drake looked at josh in that movie theater i'll never forget drake had on his brown little leather coat with his blue jeans on and josh had on his red leather vest or his red vest his movie theater vest and he said girls are like candy why would you only want one candy for the rest of your life oh man he did say that didn't he he said that right on the camera that i heard that when i was probably nine ten years just you know just about to start talking you know getting into girls you know and i was like Huh. Is that so? So, like I said, that's the first thing. And the second is it comes to the idea of uh and once again, this is the sexism in our society, but the idea of a rising stock versus a falling stock. A man is judged by how much money he makes. You make a lot of money, you're going to be, you know, I guess you're doing what you want in society, you know popular you're gonna get the girls whatever uh and that's how you know that's how a man's stock rises but for a woman in a relationship it's about being it's about being physically it's about her physical attractiveness and her youth and is she able to you know bear children or not and so you're saying from society from a societal standpoint okay and so my point is is Women are ready to commit. Why? Because they want to lock you down or whatever. But men aren't ready to commit. Why? Because they think that they might go somewhere better and be able to get with someone better. Oh, they're better. trying to upgrade. Case You're in saying point, they're holding out? I said that at the beginning. You can upgrade. It leaves the door open for an upgrade. So this mm, is why you're talking. You did say that. You you're left right. the door open for an upgrade. Now I'm telling you why they won't commit, why they want to stay in the talking phase, because it leaves the door open for an upgrade, and they believe they're upgrading themselves. Think about it like this. What if this show goes viral and we go big tomorrow, Shane? I'm going to use you as an example. Me? If we, get, if we start getting six or seven figures tomorrow off this show, and we're famous, millions of viewers, you're going to be trying to talk to the same girls you were trying to talk to today? I'm not trying to talk to any girls right if now. If you were, don't, <laughs> come on. If you were, would you be, let's be honest. I mean, no. There's girls today you would be lucky this... to be with, but tomorrow, if that were to happen, if you were a millionaire... As far as society goes, as far as like our mental, and this is what I mean when I say you have to reject uh, these like you know these societal norms and these beliefs society impresses on you, like the idea that a man's value is in his money or a woman's value is in her looks. But the truth is, Shade, if you got a million dollars tomorrow, no, I mean you'd be talking to different girls, I'd be in a totally different social group. You're absolutely and then here's right. a, here's another fun fact. That girl that, you know, you thought was, you know, amazing in high school, you know, your senior year of high school, y'all were, you know, 18 or whatever, your 10-year reunion might be a little bit different. Your 15, 20-year reunion in high school at 18, you might have been the nerdiest kid in class, right? And she might have been, you know, the cheerleader all popular. Well, 20-year reunion, she's now 38. 
You're yeah. 38 and you're making, you know, say you're bringing in, you know, you're a big time lawyer, prosecutor. You show up, it's your 20 year reunion. Everybody knows who you are. They're talking about some, I voted for you. I is, voted for you. Is this you. the dream that you have every night? Is this the <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm just saying like, no, you got to think. So like stocks, like for men. So a man is thinking to himself like, dang, when I get this MBA, I'm going to be making this bread, blah, blah, blah. I might be able to do better than what I got. Hmm. And so women are thinking to themselves. But women are thinking to them. True. Women are thinking to themselves. No, I had this one lady tell me today or um, the other day. It was a couple Saturdays ago. I was proctoring an exam, or I was monitoring the exam. So I'm in the hall, and she's talking to me, and she's telling me like she told her 26 year old daughter that she needed to hurry up and have kids because quote unquote. You can't count on your eggs after once you turn 30. Ooh. Think about that for a minute. And if y'all don't believe me, is imagine this. Is there statistical truth to that? Is there like scientific truth to that? Oh, I couldn't speak to that. I just know women run out of eggs at some point. Like, um, but, and then men, like as a man, you can reproduce when you're 70. And so for a man, there's no rush to settle down. Oh, well, this is this. So according to Google, supposedly, by the age of 30, fertility starts to decline. Now, that doesn't mean that 30 is like a time to worry. <laughs> it's just that it, what it means is slowly that starts to decline. It says by age 45. What it, what it means is that if so you're much, 30 wow. And, you're, wow. and you're a woman, you might not be able to have that. kids. But if you're 60 and you're a man, you'd probably still be able to have kids. That's what it means. That's true. And so, like I said, so men are thinking to themselves, there's no rush. If I'm a man mm. and I get married when I'm 55 and I've got all this, you know, and I'm doing everything right, I marry some girl who's probably like 30. I'm 55. Like, she's, you know, X, Y, and Z. Like, I mean, I don't, the point is 55 is kind of old. The point yeah. is, is there's no reason like a man, like, you know, wait till you're 40, wait till you're 35, 40, 45 to get married, you know. You're married, you, you know, you have the money, right? You, like I said, as a man, so the truth is you stay talking, you can, the doors open for you to leave and you don't have to take responsibility for your actions and you don't have to take responsibility for their feelings because all y'all were doing was talking. And so that's my take on it. And so she asked, how long should it last? It should last 14 to 28 days. And 28 days, if he doesn't know if he wants to commit to you and only you, he don't value the way you deserve to be valued. Them's just the tough matter of facts. I think that's fair. If after 28 days, 28 to 14 to 31 days, if you can't say, yeah, I'll commit to only being with you for right now. If you can't commit to that, because that's what dating is. Dating and talking, the only difference is if you cheat, you're actually a cheater. You're actually responsible for their emotions. You're responsible for not being a jerk. So it's a cop-out. It's a giant, yep, talking is just a giant cop-out. And so as far as I'm concerned, if you're one of those people you love talking, you love talking, two, three months of just talking, you're nothing more than a coward as far as I'm concerned. Wow. That's boy. That's Bold boy, words. That's boy, that's boy or girl. No, it means you don't want to take responsibility for the other person's emotions, for what you're doing to them as far as like, you know, Fair your quote unquote talking and 
this and that. Like, you don't want to take responsibility for how you're making them feel and the emotions you're stirring and whatnot. And like I said, so now I'm not going to say that it's, you know, like a lot of people would say, oh, yeah, it's not my responsibility. Da, 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 da. We're just talking, blah, blah, blah. She got to. All right. All right. I, I hear you. I hear you. Like I said, I uh, hope she finds better because clearly better wasn't you. So and where so, does that's um, all I can say. Where does mutual just having fun fall into this? Oh, mutual just having fun is mutual just having fun. I wouldn't even call that talking. I'd just call that hooking up. Oh, okay. Then there you go. I was going to say, if two people say like, hey, like I find you attractive, you find me attractive, let's hook up, then let's do that. But talking, quote unquote, oh, we're talking. Oh, every now and then, it's like they it's treat me like a, every now and then, you know, we act like we're in a relationship. And then the next day we're acting like we're just hooking up. And then we're back in a relationship. Yeah, I can see how that would be And confusing. nothing, and nothing. Yeah, I was going to say, and nobody can be held responsible for anything because all we're doing is talking. Yep. It's literally an example of why modern dating sucks. It's one of the, if I had to come up with three reasons why it's incredible and three reasons why it's terrible, the number one reason it's terrible is because everybody wants to talk more than 14 to 28 days. Everybody wants to talk forever. They want to talk to a million people. They don't want to commit to anybody. It's guy and girl. This generation is scared of commitment. Lacking in the department severely. Divorce rate is, what, 63, 60-something percent? Like you're more, you're more likely to get married and get a divorce than you are to die with the person. That's the, that's the day we're living in these days. And so, what's it at? In the last decade, divorce rate has fallen 18%. 18%. Oh, wow. To what? 50? 40? 40% of people take a promise between their families, each other, and God. And they can't seem to commit to it. So, like I said, the divorce rate probably shouldn't be any higher than like 10, 10, 15, 20. Like, obviously, people make mistakes, people change. Like, but no, that's part of being in a relationship is being ready to change and grow with that person and love the new them every single day. Like I said, I just, I think talking, it's a whole, it's a whole shame. And so, like I said, for me, it would be two to four weeks. And honestly, I don't even know if I, if I was a girl, if I would entertain talking. That just sounds like a highway to being used. But that being said, um, and like I said, it definitely goes both ways because I've been on the short end of the stick talking myself, and I'm definitely a guy. Um, but, I mean, that's the nature of it. We were just talking. I can't even complain, like. We were talking, then we stopped talking. Um, so that's how I personally feel about talking. Like I said, I think the whole thing is silly. I think like I'm gonna text you for a little, and then I'll be like, "Hey, I like you. I think you're cute. I think you know. I tell you something nice. Like I tell you like, I think your beauty is more infinite than all the stars in the sky." Like I tell you something wild, like something that so makes something something my my one of my nicknames should be Romeo, yo. Like now that I think about it, but no, nah, I tell you that, and I'd say, can I take you out to dinner? Can I take you out on a date? Like you want to see this movie? Like talking, 
it's just it's playing hooking games. up and playing games and yeah. Netflix and chilling. Like for the record, um, I guess the peak of the divorce rate was forty one percent. That was thirty five years ago, and hmm. since then it's dropped eighteen percent. So around twenty three. Twenty three percent. And it's in decline that currently. That ain't bad. Yeah, not bad. Good job, millennials. That Excellent ain't bad. work. I was gonna say that's give yourself a good pat on the back. That's because of all the talking we do. By the time everybody's <laughs> done talking, they're so sick of talking, they're ready to they're commit. Serious. Like, I'm telling you if now. Anything, maybe keep in about, talking. I'm, no, I'm telling you now. In about five years, I'm gonna be so tired of talking, so ready for a committed relationship. I might take out an ad in the newspaper. If you like pina coladas. And getting caught in the rain. Like, Who doesn't like that? I'm done. Like, all right, let's move on. So, Amy Coney Barrett, the SCOTUS nominee. What do you know about her? I actually don't know much. You don't know much. What so, is she known for? Well, let's go over it. Amy Corey, Amy Coney Barrett thinks the Affordable Care Act is unconstitutional. A lot of people think that. Now, what is her current she position? She thinks abortion is always immoral. She was a federal judge. Oh, okay. She thinks abortion is always immoral. Always immoral. Wow. Big oh, that's statement. a big one. Yeah, I was going to say. She is hostile to... El- no, I've had somebody tell me that before. They were like, I know somebody who was conceived from rape, and their mom chose to have them, and they're a wonderful person. And I was like, well... What if their mom didn't choose to have them? They're going to be stuck with a reminder of like the terrible, like mom's a good person. That's great. Not every woman wants to be like subjected to that. Like, no, damn, I mean, not like, everybody. You, right. Like, damn, like that's and her. Then like, most people argue adoption. And for the record, I am also adopted. So I'm in proud support of adoption, but that is not always the most viable option not everybody wants to go through labor not everybody has the ability to go through nine months of pregnancy that is also a really big deal and it totally it totally alters people's lives yeah it's a a big deal No, i agree wholeheartedly and so she said always immoral so i have heard that one before it's a wildly unpopular view though um she is hostile to lgbtq and civil rights I mean, so she'd probably be friends with um, J.K. Rowling. So what you're saying is she is all the way conservative. She's all the way conservative. Yep, she is not just half the way. (laughs) She is all the way. Good grief! Like, (laughs) and she would vote to undo marriage equality. Okay, well that's an accusation. Wait, what's marriage equality? Equality is like gay. uh, Oh, yeah. Really? She's against. Oh yeah, really? well, a lot of conservatives say that. So the way that we he phrased it that would point. vote to undo marriage equality. Well, see, a lot of conservatives say it was legislating from the bench, quote unquote. That's up to Congress and the state legislatures to pass and say whether or not folks should be allowed to get married. Why? Mm. I have they say so the Supreme... many problems with that. You said there are so many problems. Well, I mean, it's the show. Go ahead and I was gonna say, air it out. First off, we got about eight it minutes. It should never be the government's decision on who can get married and who can't get married. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Do you have something to say to that? Oh, no. I was giving you snaps. They oh, say excellent. you should snap when you agree with something oh, somebody says. Absolutely. That's a good way to do it. I like that. Well, yes, um, it's not really the government's call. (laughs) That doesn't make any sense. If two people are in love and they want to express that love to the world, that's it. 
and they should be able to get married because that's that's our culture and who are we who is anyone to deny two people that when they don't have anything to do with us you know it's like i don't know it's a little bit um i'm gonna come out and say it's homophobic (laughs) like that that's what it is it's an irrational misunderstanding that leads to a hatred and fear and distaste in our gay and other, you know, queer and LGBTQIA communities. Like it's, it's prejudice and it's wrong. Yeah. I'm going to go on the record and say homophobic or extra nosy, whatever you want to call it. If you just, uh, I tell my students all the time, mind yours. Mind yours. Mind your own. Like, what does it matter if Bob and Joe are getting married? How does that even be? How does that even begin to affect you? Like, I couldn't begin to understand it. Like, yeah, seriously. There's probably two people, two people that are gay getting married right now in Vegas, and I couldn't care less. Yeah. And I don't know why any of <laughs> Good you do. Good for them. Either. You know, like, congratulations. Yeah, Mazel like, to them. Like shout yeah exactly shout out to them like hopefully it lasts hopefully they don't find themselves in the twenty something yeah, if percent, they're millennials right? I was gonna say they probably will seventy five percent of them seem to and good on them I was gonna say yep so let's see Amy Coney Barrett referred to oh wait I already did that one Amy Coney Barrett is a member of People of Praise a charismatic covenant community in South Bend. Indiana, known for the submissive role played by women, some of whom were called handmaids, at least until the handmaid's tale in 2017. Wait. In other words, they've got a woman, they've got a woman to set women back. Yeah. It's a beautiful she, thing. It's kind of like you. You said, is she mad? Like, is she mad? Where did she like, get these ideas from? What does she want? Exactly. She wants to the, happen she to wants women. She wants the simple. Here. She wants the simple life for all women. Just that you can be in like... your you can be in your kitchen and not worry about anything. Like that's what she wants for all of y'all. Like, shoot, Amy Coney Barrett. Like, that's really who they're gonna have replace RBG. Like, and I'm mad because they're gonna call her ACB, the notorious ACB, and it's gonna be disrespectful. This like, is how dystopian like societies are developed in every single dystopian. major like it yeah, is. It's, it's like 1984. Like, exactly. Big Brother. It, it, As a matter of fact, I've been thinking about changing my name on this show to Big Brother. Reminiscent like, of that. <laughs> to Big Brother. Don't Big do that. Big Brother, like <laughs> hey guys, it's Big Brother. I'm and, not gonna um, call you Big Brother. I'm not gonna say I'm watching you, but um, I so have a hard <laughs> enough time calling you Jacko Pumpkin Ale. Jacko <laughs> Pumpkin Ale, like, and this Jacko Pumpkin Ale is hitting. Hey, give it a try, people. It's pretty I was good. Gonna say it. I will say, so. you know, I've had a number of pumpkin beers in the past couple of weeks. Here, this is probably my favorite. Um, it's not too sweet, which is really nice. It's like more like a beer, but it definitely has a little bit of that pumpkin flavor. Pretty good. I'm sorry. I just can't get over the handmaids thing like that. Just wow. That's so foolish. I know. Like, God, like, <laughs> boy, that's so crazy. I'm sorry. The beer no, is fantastic. You. Please pick it up. Moving forward. So Trump has a new 
uh, I guess it's a Black Lives Matter executive order, kind of, is the only way I would could describe really? it. Oh, yeah, he's labeling the KKK as a terrorist organization. Oh, okay. And some money is going to go to some black businesses. And uh, thoughts on that, Shade? That's exciting. Yeah. The um, KKK has been, been needing. He's to also be labeling labeled. Antifa as a terrorist organization. Okay. Um, which right. like I said, fine. If that's if that's really how you have to compromise, um yeah. fine. Like fine. I kinda I kinda find it hard to believe, yet I don't find it hard to believe that Barack Obama didn't label the KKK. That is a, a terrorist little hard organization. To believe. But you know, it's it was probably pretty hard to do. I don't know. I don't know what goes into doing that or what repercussions that really has, but it's good that it's finally happening. Yep. Step in the right direction. A step in the right direction, indeed. So, Trump makes that executive order. I don't know if it gets him any black votes. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, yeah. Hashtag I don't think it down gets with him, the KKK. I don't think it gets him any black votes, but... Um, yeah. No, Joe needs, to, Joe needs to counter with something other than I'm not Donald Trump. Joe needs to talk about his COVID relief, his infrastructure. Exactly. That's something Donald Trump needs to do. He's talking about an executive order. He needs to get us some COVID relief. Mr. President, go down to the Hill and show us the art of the deal. Don't just talk about it. Like, yeah. I'm tired of talk. It's cheap. Yep. It's extra cheap. Like, oh. It ain't even worth the paper it's printed on. That's sad. Like, Let's see. Governor DeSantis and Florida. So I told you the other day I wouldn't shake Governor DeSantis's hand because it probably has COVID. And apparently he's decided to uh, plunge all of the state of Florida into uh, the coronavirus sea. And so what do you Governor mean? DeSantis today has decided to open every restaurant in Florida. No. Yep. Florida? To open, yep. Every restaurant's open and every mask mandate is officially struck down. What? He's nuts. Can he do that? I mean, I'm not into the Florida state legis. I'm not into the Florida judiciary, so I really couldn't tell you. But um, I wouldn't shake his hand with a broke hand. So uh, in the words of Governor DeSantis, uh, he really monkeyed this up. So, See, now that's where I feel that um, states having more power than the federal government it's Look, not wrong, but we need we need to make this a federal law, I think. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis <laughs> just lifted all restrictions to bars and restaurants. So you can go in there 100% capacity and without any mask. All mask restrictions are taken off across the straight and that's across the state and that's going into flu season. Like I said, I wouldn't shake his hand because if it doesn't have covid on it, it definitely has blood on it. Oof. Yep. Yeah. All right. We're almost out of time. Let me hit you all with the rundown. How does that sound? That rundown sounds good to so me. So the stocks are back. Zoom is back up. Everything is good. I'm extra happy. Budweiser has a new beer out called Budweiser Zero. Zero, uh, zero calories and zero alcohol, I guess. Or is it zero? Is it zero alcohol? Zero alcohol. That's insane. It's just so that you can get the taste of a beer on you without, you know... Uh, it's basically, you know, to help people out who, 
um, have that type. But that being said, there's a new Resident Evil game coming out. I'm excited. It's spooky season. Um, we're definitely going to do something for that, you know, as soon as October hits. It's you already know, 70 Jack, oh, calories. It's 70 calories, but it's zero alcohol, right? Yeah. Zero alcohol. Okay. I was going to say, um, you already know Jack O'Lantern. We're doing something for Halloween and uh, the month of October. Let's see. McGregor is going to fight Pacquiao, he says, allegedly. Really? Wild stuff. And speaking of big fights, tomorrow is fight night with the style bender Andesanyada. I don't know how to say his name. I don't either. Andesanya. Ande. The point is, he's a style bender, and he's the last one. The, the last style bender. The last style bender, indeed. It's going down tomorrow night. Like That being said, his boy Shade, do you have anything to add? No, honestly, I think that does it for me. Well, that's great to hear, everybody. Shade, if you could play us out. I just wanted to once again leave you all with some positivity. First, I'm going to ask that you like it, hit the subscribe button, the follow button, whatever button, you know, it is. Helps you join the Shady Gang, the shadiest gang east of the Mississippi. Um, With that being said... All have a wonderful night. Hope you have a peaceful night. I don't want to say that you have a silent night and a holy night because it's not Christmas yet. But um, hope you have a night as beautiful as you are. A night fitting of a king or a queen. I hope you wake up tomorrow in absolute serenity. Good night from Shady Grove.